to the Just Start Storytelling podcast. My name is Ariel Beth Klein, and I'm an actor, writer, and creative coach based in New York City. Today, I'm so excited. I have a um, wonderful chat to share with you with Lucy Caraballo. She is a um, writer, a theater maker, uh, another amazing multi-hyphenate. Um, we chat about her book that came out um, a couple months ago called Interior Anxiety Night, and they are a collection of poems and short writing pieces about anxiety and her experience with anxiety during the pandemic. Yeah, she writes in Spanish and English, and we had a really nice conversation about her process, and she has some amazing, amazing words of wisdom that I can't wait for you to hear. So without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Lucy. I think we we met like via social media, right? Like I don't think we ever really met in real life yet. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Even though we're in the same city, right? <laughs> I know. I know. But that's what kind of what I love about um like social media is that you can just connect with people and I'm I read your book. I have it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good and what drew me to to your book also is like the experience of anxiety and poetry and it was just like really exciting um I like marked one I the the poem speak is so good that was like I mean they're all good but I just love that one so I wanted to tell you so I really appreciate you coming on thank you thank you I dropped it (laughs) um anyway yeah so basically my um podcast is all about um creatives who create their own work and their own passion projects so I just wanted to talk to you a little about your process of creating the book um so maybe first you can just like t- tell my listeners a little bit about you as a person slash artist, whatever that means to you, if that's okay. <laughs> sure. Thanks. So my name is Lucy Caraballo. I am originally from Puerto Rico, but I moved to New York around 15, 16 years ago. <laughs> and I went to college for theater and I've been freelance artist. So I've done everything in theater <laughs> from costumes to production, anything. Um, I've always been drawn to writing and, well, you know, pandemic, so I took a chance. (laughs) Um, So did you start working on this book at the start of the pandemic? Is that kind of how that happened? Yes, I was, um, I've been taunting the idea of writing a long time a book, and I had another idea for a book, but um, we all, like, had to deal with the pandemic somehow. <laughs> so writing was my my um, outlet. And I was so blocked to write about all this stuff, meaningless, like stories and stuff. I couldn't like be creative that way. So I decided to write something personal that I could like write something that I was still in at the moment that was anxiety. And that's how the book came to be. Wow. And how is like writing poetry something that you had done before a little bit before you even thought about writing the book or was poetry kind of like the medium that you felt spoke to you the most? Oh, I always wrote poetry since I was a teenager in Spanish, Um, but I never, it was only like a hobby and never share it with anyone. So it was my time to like, let's see if I can put myself out there as a poet. Like I have so much respect for people that do spoken poetry. Like I could never do that because of my anxiety. (laughs) So it was like my idea, let me try this 
get it from the hobby to like get it out there. Yeah, that is such a huge accomplishment. I totally resonate with that. I was someone who also kind of processed my feelings with poetry, but never really told anyone until like two years ago. And it is so scary. So congratulations and thank you for doing it because I really personally um, resonated with your book a lot. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I know. Poetry is such a good art because you can put your feelings out there, but it's so raw that it's so hard to share it <laughs> yeah and I do you think that like um something that I love about poetry is the fact that we can kind of use images to explain stuff like when you're writing a poem does does it kind of start with like if you're comfortable sharing does it start with like an idea or like an image or how does your process kind of work when you're inspired to write well I, in this book it was more about the feelings I just wanted to be able to demonstrate how the feeling made me feel and it made sense that maybe image was easier for people to understand how the feelings felt inside of an anxiety person yeah it is kind of hard to explain sometimes i feel like it's hard to explain what anxiety feels like to people yes <laughs> yeah um so i know like uh i'll like link the link to your um to buy your book so i know people haven't uh, maybe some people haven't read it yet, but I, I know that you have um, the book in Spanish and in English as well. What is the difference for you if there is one um, between like writing poetry in Spanish and in English? Well, it's been so interesting because um, when I decided to write the book, I had to like, you know, you have to make a choice what language you're going to use. Like I grew up in Puerto Rico and then I moved to New York. So I learned both languages but they are so different to like express yourself. Um, so I live in kind of this Spanglish world in my life. And that's how I decided to do the book. I was like, I wanted to express that on the book. So that's why I chose both languages. And I feel like that's why I wanted to betray how anxiety can be in both languages as well. Yeah. It, it was really interesting. I don't know a lot of Spanish, but it was really interesting um, reading some of the poems in Spanish and realizing, like, I mean, it's just, does it feel like two completely separate poems? Or do, like, when you have one that you have translated into English and in Spanish, like, I feel like the rhythm of the languages are really different. Like, how does it feel like when you're working on them? So the poems are um, distinct. There, there are no translator in English and Spanish. The only ones that are translator are the thoughts, like the midnight thoughts are the same. Oh, right, right, okay. But like the actual poems, they're they are uniquely, like they're not translator. Um, because I feel like um, you can be more dark in English. Hmm. Um, culturally in Spanish, it would be, because I grew up Catholic, it would be seen wrong to speak demons and to speak of the darkness. So I didn't want to go there on my poetry in Spanish, but I wanted to express that in English. So that's how I went between the both languages using that. Wow, that's so interesting. Now I want to go back. Um, I saw the, the notes one translated and I thought that they were all, but now obviously I was wrong on that. So I can't wait to go back and, and like, I kind of want to translate them for myself, the Spanish ones, because I want to experience more of them. That is so interesting. Thanks. Thank you for sharing that. 
Um, did you find um, after you wrote the book uh, that you felt like it helped with your anxiety or it, it felt good to just write it? Like, what was your feeling um, after you wrote the book with in terms of your anxiety? So it helped to give a voice to it. Um, what I didn't expect about it was the after anxiety once it was out. So that's what I'm dealing right now with it, <laughs> because even though my probably like the close people in my, my life, they knew about my anxiety, but like to let like the whole world <laughs> about my anxiety, it's like a whole big deal. So I didn't expect to deal with that, to like let everyone know, even though I was trying to like showcase for everyone that's doing anxiety, it's not just me. But it's also my thoughts that I'm sharing, like personal thoughts. So you you added extra anxiety that you didn't need. Oh, no. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's interesting what you're saying, too, about how a lot of people have anxiety, but everyone's individual experience is so different. But I think you write in a way that kind of helps people understand it even if it's just understanding your experience I hope that people who don't have anxiety can read your book and kind of understand anxiety as a whole a little bit mm -hmm. yeah um so what would you say was like the most challenging and the most rewarding part of um creating this book the most challenging is creating the book independent completely um because at the beginning I did try to go like with the publishing like sending it out um and we were going through a pandemic like right in the beginning of the 2020 and at the beginning um one of the titles that I wanted to do was um quarantine because we were doing it right now <laughs> it was yeah. quarantine and one of the ladies that replied to me was like oh, the book sounds like a good idea, but I don't think nobody wants to read about anxiety and quarantine right now. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, we are going through it. So why wouldn't you like want to know that someone yeah. else is going through the same thing as you? So that was like, threw me off. And that was like, okay, I'm going to do this independent because it's going to take me a long time to find someone that's going to believe in the project the same way I do. Yeah, that's so inspiring. I think that I, I'm really happy that you got it out in the time that you did, because I think you're, at least in my opinion, I definitely, while I'm going through something, mm -hmm. want to make sure that I'm not the only one just like in my apartment having these thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think the most rewarding is, was the um, initial um, support from everyone that I knew. Like I... I got 20 books. I was like, I'm going to sell these 20 books by myself. And I sold like 22. Like I had to get, like I had extra just in case. And I sold more than I was hoping to sell yeah. by myself. And I was like, I'm independent. This is by myself. I don't have marketing. I don't have nobody doing my social media. Like I don't have anyone. It's just me. And to know that I have support from my family and from my friends and from people on social media that follows me it's important it's it's important for the mental health too like 
it's not just for me it's not just about me it's helping me to give voice to other people that also suffer from these disorders that people still don't want to talk about yeah wow yeah I just think it's such an important um book work that that you're doing um (laughs) yeah and so I'm wondering like when you were working on the manuscript like what was um did you have any sort of like creative schedule like did you kind of say okay I want to work on this poem today or I want to get a certain amount of done in a certain amount of time or or did you just kind of write when you felt inspired like what was your process like a little bit so the writing part um it was kind of (laughs) like crazy so I was like going through my anxiety and I have a really good close friend and I was like I don't know what I'm doing like I want to write and she's like just write and that day I wrote the English poems I think it's like 30 30 poems the same day I just wrote the whole poems in English and the next day I wrote the same thing in Spanish and by May I had the whole book and then on August I got my editor she was so nice and then August through October she edited the book and the most that I um, struggled was looking for illustrator mm-hmm. because I knew what I wanted for the book but um, it's, it was very specific so you have to like know what you want and like illustrator have their own idea of what they want <laughs> so like trying to get someone that could like see your work and like interpret like do the work that you want is so hard because they're words like I have my own idea so like I researched on google and got some pictures that I knew what I wanted and finally I got the girl that she did it in and she did an amazing job wow uh, just so that if there's anyone who's listening who's also to, uh, wants to create a book of poetry, were there any resources that helped you find an editor and an illustrator, or was it like a Google search? Like, how did you actually end up finding them? So a good tip that I'm gonna tell you is be very open, like your eyes open to the people that you follow on your Instagram and your Facebook. All the people that I work with, it was friends of friends. And people that I met on theater that I work with. So my editor, she was a friend. And then um, the designer of the book, she has a studio. And then she brought the illustrator. And that's how we work together. Um, Funny enough, they're all from Puerto Rico. So it's like all women, (laughs) all from Puerto Rico. And I'm so glad that I end up working half of the book. So we did everything through Zoom. So like yeah. I was working here in New York and they were in Puerto Rico. So we were like zooming in to like do the work. Um, but it was through like networking. Yeah. The people that you have and like asking around and see what they have in, in connecting. I love that. I love just, yeah. Our community is so rich. Like everyone has their own community and when they overlap, it's like, so beautiful like you can definitely I always say like find um, people in your network like you're saying that want to help you that are excited about your project as well so I would yeah if you're thinking about writing a book anyone 
you can yes. do it yes <laughs> do it yeah yeah the the girl that she designed the book like she is an illustrator herself but she's like I cannot do the design you want but I can bring someone that can do the collaboration she brought the person in she's she is an illustrator herself like she could have made the money but she brought someone else that could make the illustration that's that's the collaboration that I wanted yeah. and I and I was thankful enough that I got it yeah it's gorgeous I mean I, I'll post as well about like the um the the photo you sent me with the book cover I'll, I'll definitely post that so people can see it I really loved it I thought the whole book was really like you could just tell that everyone that worked on it really believed in it which is was really nice as a yeah. consumer of the book yeah <laughs> thank you um so I just have a couple more quick questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there anything that you wish you had known that you know now after have completed and published the book, like that you wish you would have known when you were starting to write it? Does that make sense? Did I ask that in a weird yeah. way? Yeah, no, I so- think I think more of marketing. I think marketing is such a hard part of it. Um, I went back to Puerto Rico because... Obviously, all my team was there, so I wanted to celebrate with them. Mm-hmm. But COVID was happening; like they had it harder than we had it here in New York, so it was kind of hard to celebrate the moment. So, I mean, it is what it is. But like marketing is such a big deal to get the book out and to get the word out. So I would say invest more. I would. I don't think I had it on the budget because I did spend a lot of money in the book like I paid everyone nobody worked for free people (laughs) so I definitely would have done more would have had money budget money for marketing like I would hire someone to do marketing cool yeah that's really good to know yeah I love that um I think people are you know if they I know that money is obviously so tight right now for me personally and I'm sure for a lot of people but I think it's it's when you have a project that you know is really important to you, that's when you know, okay, I, I want to invest in myself in this way. I think people get really daunted by it, but like if it's really important to you, you will find a way to make it work, I think. Yeah, I think you do. I think it, you follow and you find the people. And like if so, you find the people that really believe in you, like they work around you. Mm-hmm. Like I, I work with the girls and like I pay them and they make uh, budget plans. So like I didn't pay in full, like I pay monthly so I could pay them. So like if you find the right people, like they will understand your situation and we work all together and make the project. That's a really great option. I didn't even think about that. I will definitely be sure. Um, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh. I'm going to ask for that next time. <laughs> so smart um awesome and I'm wondering do you have any um like creative practices or like creative routines that help you in general uh, as an artist like that you do in your daily life that you really like I'm more of a flow I don't like to like pressure myself like if I feel like writing I will write but I don't I know people like like to right even if I don't feel like it but I can't like my anxiety if I don't feel like it, I'm not gonna sit and write yeah. <laughs> I'm not like okay today is not the day yeah, yeah. but like when I feel like it, I will spend like the whole night writing so it will come I just I just 
I feel like as a writer, you'll you learn yourself. So just give your time. Like, I think we compare ourselves too much, like to the next person of oh, this person is doing too much. Or, like this person is doing this way. So I should do their, their way. So learn your way and do it that way. I love that how you said that yeah learn your way I think I totally agree I think people think that you know being successful and and you know in order to finish their project they have to you know stick to the same thing every day and it's like no the creative process really is like flowing like you said and and can be really flexible and only works if it works for you so I totally I'm gonna use that as a pull quote (laughs) that's a great (laughs) quote (laughs) I love that um yeah no it got me frustrated because I wanted the book to be out in 2020 so it took me a whole year and a half because it got in June 2021 so like when is the time it's the time so you have to have patience yeah yeah and everything kind of happens the way it's supposed to sometimes I think at least with with creative projects I think like yeah you just gotta work with the flow (laughs) (laughs) um awesome well is there anything else that you want to share about your experience um writing and creating and publishing from start to finish this book it's so amazing is there anything else that you want to like leave us with I would say that for anyone that really wants to do it like just do it like find your ways um there's google now so you can research there's instagram there's facebook you have friends you have people that you can reach out. Um, when you buy my book, you have my Instagram. You can reach out to me. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help or for us to like a question for feedback. Like, we all like to help each other. We should all help each other to create stuff, especially now in <laughs> this time. For sure, yeah. Well, speaking of your um, Instagram and stuff, where can people find you? I'm gonna link your um, I'm gonna link your book uh, purchase link. What am I saying? The link to buy your book. What is happening to my brain? <laughs> um, but what are your Instagram? Like, where can people follow your work? Yes, you can find me at buy dot Lucy Caraballo. So it's in Spanish, Lucy, C-A-R-A-B-A-L-L-O. Um, and you can find there about my book, my photography, and I actually have a podcast too, so you can listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I have to have you on again to talk about that whole thing. Yes. I'll, I'll make sure to, to link that as well. What's the name of your podcast again? It's uh, the 7 p.m. Cafe Podcast. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I should have listened to it before and raved about it too. I'm going to listen too. <laughs> well, Lucy, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate your time and your wisdom. Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure. <laughs>